At Granger, we're for the ones who specialize in saving the day and for the ones who've mastered the art of keeping business moving. We offer industrial-grade supplies for every industry with same-day pickup and next-day delivery on most orders, all backed by real people ready to help. So you can get the right answers and products right when you need them. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's up, everybody? Welcome episode of Super Gamer Boys. I'm your host, Colonel and Dad, Garrett Morlang, and here in the virtual studio with me is the king of video games, Adrian Holmes. What's up, Adrian? Long time no see, my good friend. How you been? Been pretty good. Been pretty good. Yeah, it's been, I mean, it's been a week. It's been the normal week, but it's been a couple weeks since our last show. So I was going to say, that's why it feels so long. Yeah, not quite the same like uh, dynamic going on when we're reacting to uh, Summer Game Fest. We did a little trauma bonding last week over that, uh, over that, that Ubisoft conference. My goodness. Uh, Don't remind me. How bad was that? I, I kind of wish we did an episode last week now because we, we replaced the episode with that. We're like, oh, they're going to show us Star Wars gameplay. Oh, forget it. We're going to react to the Ubisoft. It's going to be killer. That, and that part was we had good. Ubisoft. The Star Wars gameplay was yeah. good. Star it was Wars just game. everything else around it was just the, the actual presenting part. Oh, the boy. rest. The, yeah, the rest of that showcase, what we kept talking about was just like, this feels like an a, a, a bad early 2000s e3 conference like just the, uh, the no one no one there you could tell no one there was really a good public speaker they weren't like skilled or trained or especially they, adi shankar especially, my god oh, man, what was, was that or, or i don't know or maybe like i don't know i don't want to be a bully because like maybe they are maybe they're great public speakers but they just that didn't shine bright on that stage. That's for sure. There was a lot of people. So maybe the script, maybe they had like changed their lines on them or something like maybe hey, Ubisoft told me no. <laughs> Get uh, out of here. Yeah. Why didn't was... somebody look over your script? I'm sure you wrote it yourself, dude. <laughs> oh, yeah, it was pretty horrendous. I Again, I was like, man, we should have just done an episode. I just forgot this ever happened. Yeah. Hindsight's but, 2020, man. I mean, we got to see, uh, uh, yeah, the Star Wars Outlaws gameplay, which was killer. That looked great. And then uh, we also got to see at the Capcom showcase, what was it? Uh, the new uh, HD remasters of Ace Attorney. Uh, the, not Phoenix Wright. What's the, what was the other one? It's uh, Apollo Justice. Apollo Justice. That's what it is. Yeah. Um, so all in all, it's pretty okay night. Yeah. <laughs> I really uh, thought which, we were going to get Monster Hunter, but not so. The, the, they faked Still you out again, be. right? They showed another game and you're like, oh, you're all stoked. They, that like, was the, uh, what did Dragon, they call that? Dragon's Dogma or whatever. Did they get you Dragon's Dogma, I thought was Monster Hunter. Yeah. And then the other one, the oh yeah, Princess uh, bo- something yeah, something. Both Capcom games. Yeah, it's something. It's something I was Japanese. like, oh, this is a very that. different direction for them to take Monster Hunter in, but I'm into it. <laughs> Sure yeah. enough, it was nothing to do with Monster Hunter. Not Monster Hunter. So where's it at? Nobody knows. Not even Capcom. Uh, but yeah, if you want to go ahead and uh, see all of those live reactions, all the shows, if you want to see us just cringe so hard the entire Ubisoft stream or our just 
how absolutely elated and excited we were at the Xbox showcase. Um, go check it all out, all out over at youtube.com slash supergamerboys. It's all up there, all for your viewing pleasure. Um, you can see all the all the reactions and recaps at the end of each of those where we go over kind of what we're most stoked about. We'll probably, we're going to share a little bit on today's episode. That's actually uh, kind of our first topic. So today we're going to be talking about our overall thoughts on Summer Game Fest. Uh, how PS5 will be giving cloud streaming a shot and how Xbox is welcoming the FTC injunction here. But first, let's give a quick shout out to our Patreon producers, Bumple Smash, Eddie Martin, and Kenjobin01. Uh, and our Super Gamer sponsors, Julie Bates and Mama Mare. If you want to be awesome just like those folks, head over to our Patreon, patreon.com slash supergamerboys, uh, where you can support us starting at just a dollar. That's right, one dollar. You get episodes early and ad-free, such as this show um, and uh, future Patreon shows. As we mentioned uh, a couple of weeks ago, uh, Super Gamer Book Club, uh, at least on Patreon, is kind of going on hi hiatus. There's a couple more months left of free episodes that are going to be kind of spilling out here uh, for a little bit. Uh, this month, at the end of this month, you'll get... You can do it, I believe in I don't know if I can. What was after Vice City? What did we play? I don't know. I have to look. I have to cheat. Um, but you're going to be getting something. Uh, and then, uh, obviously, uh, on in July, you will be getting our final episode, the Super Metroid featuring Nintendo Cartridge Society, uh, which was fantastic. Um, I wish I could tell you which one you're going to get in a couple weeks, though. That would be way <laughs> more helpful go for you guys. I to find out. I guess uh, you got to yeah, just go to the supporters on Patreon, then you'll know. You'll you'll all know. Uh, Phoenix Wright, that's what it is. So if you wait long enough, you will get Phoenix Wright, Ace Attorney for Forgot free. Already. Or you could listen to it right now if you support us over at Patreon. So think about doing that. Um, and we are going to be coming out with a new show there. Uh, I think the end of July we're talking about rolling out the new show, Super Later Boys. Uh, you can get the very first episode of that up right now at our Patreon. So if you want to know what's to come, kind of the general format of things, a little more low-key chit-chat, hanging out topics, you know, kind of bringing our own tops, topics of discussion, video gaming or not, uh, that's what you can expect. So go over to Patreon, get the Super Later Boys episode one right now. It's actually our 200th anniversary, 200th anniversary, 200th episode <laughs> celebration. We are vampires. Uh, we are. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I've been reading Call of the Night, that's what it's called. Very good. Very good manga very much enjoying it anyways uh always got time for your manga takes man always, always. Got. um yeah it's about a boy who drops out of school and is just wandering the cities uh his town at night in japan and then he meets a vampire and he's like i want to become a vampire but in order to become a vampire he has to fall in love with a vampire yeah, ding ding kind of fun kind of fun uh a little steamy I mean, it's 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 interesting because it's more just like what's funny is like the vampire hates love, so it's not at all. That's the thing. It's just like her just being annoyed with them and him <laughs> just trying so hard. Uh, anyways, go check out uh, <laughs> go check out your local library. I think I talked about that a couple weeks ago, or that's where <laughs> I started getting all my my manga from because it's free. I don't have to pay for it anymore. It's great. Um, we've gotten very far off topic, but we'll talk That's more about fine. our Patreon, our Patreon they later on in the show. The Quick shout out here to Jack Sriracha and Yate for allowing us to use their music on our show. We very much appreciate you. Uh, and all of you listeners need to go show them some love and support. And to do that, you can use the links in the description below on YouTube and our podcast app 
hit that description, click those links, go listen to them on Spotify and Apple Music, show some love, add them to your playlist. And uh, they have some just fantastic music for any occasion, especially if you're looking for something chill, laid back, uh, while you're studying, while you're playing some video games, while you're just cruising down the freeway. Go check out Jack Strachignate. All right, uh, it's now time to check the mail. Fire him up. He's probably got a little couple of cobwebs on him, but hey. All right, hang on. Let me uh, let me blow off Super Gamer Bot here. I need to. Like a Nintendo cartridge. You got to clean them. Okay. <laughs> there we go. All right. <coughs> Dusty. <laughs> okay, here it goes. Beep, 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 boop, boop, beep, beep. <laughs> I just imagine he sounds like a in one of the old dial-up modems. Like, oh, see, I was thinking more of a, a old school printer. Okay, yeah, exactly. Going back and forth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Music to my ears. Uh, all right, Super Gamer Bot. Now you're all booted up. He has our first question question ready right here, just right on the load the login screens. Look super nice, super convenient. Way more, way smarter than our other uh, heavyweight botcasting champion of the world. Um, Sue, Sir Prince-a-Lot writes in with his first question. Sir Prince-a-Lot asks, what video game vehicle do you wish was your daily driver? You got one offhand? This is a tough one. Uh, yes, I do. Of course. Um, can you even ride a motorcycle? I can. I can okay. ride a motorcycle. Grew up riding a bike here and there. All right. All right. I would love to have the trike from Death Stranding. I even have a little model kit of it right here. This is the off-road variant. See, it has the two wheels in the front instead of the one wheel. Um, but uh, yes, I think the trike from Death Stranding is freaking awesome. Uh, ooh. That wasn't supposed to make that noise. I just pushed on the wheel and it made a funny noise. <laughs> um, yes, that's my pick. Death Stranding trike. Uh, lock it in. Final answer. Okay. Uh, it's it's fast uh, and it has the ability too to go. That's the thing. It has like different modes. So like it has the trike variant where you can go off road with it. Uh, I mean, he freaking drives up the side of mountains with it through rivers through whatever. Or if you're on a road, the two wheels in the front go back together. One single wheel and then you're cruising. You can just fly down the freeway like 200 miles an hour. So, yeah, I think that's my pick. I mean, that's nice. You know, you have fun there on the ground and all and, you know, <laughs> limited to the ground. But me personally, uh, I'm, in, I'm up in the stars, you know, oh, okay. doing U-turns and somersaults and, and <laughs> all manner of maneuvers in all range mode in my shiny R-wing. Okay. Yeah, the Star right. Fox R-Wing. Yeah. Think about it. <laughs> okay, yeah. Equipped with blasters, it's capable of all range mode and maneuvers. I can go interplanet atmosphere. You can live Starfield, Starfield real life. Yeah, I could. I mean, I wouldn't have any cargo, but I can do that. I can go from the planet surface up to the stars and back again. No problem. What what other craft has the maneuverability of an R wing? Um, I don't know. Very few. Very few. Very few. You're right. Okay, that's a pretty good one. That's a pretty good yeah. one. That's Come on, uh, man. I boost. Yeah. 
you can definitely get a lot more places than than with my trike. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Although parking would be hard to find. Uh, like, I'll figure gonna, it out. I mean, they're not they're not that that big. I don't think. I mean, you want to go out to dinner in San Francisco? Where are you parking that thing? Oh yeah, no, I'm not parking that. <laughs> but you're gonna have a hard time parking that bike too. So. <laughs> I mean, I could just roll this thing up on the sidewalk and what are they going to do? I don't know. (laughs) Put a bike lock on it. (laughs) Put a bike lock on it. I'd take anything. No one even knows how to turn it on. I I hope I probably have a hard time turning it on, honestly. (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah, just imagine it chained to like along all these bicycles. Or no, it's in it's in the pile of like dead uh, 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 like what? Are, what's the those scooters uh, that you can rent oh, or whatever? The, um, <laughs> uh, the green bikes or something yeah, like that. Yeah, something. E scooter. I know exactly what you're talking in about. In San Diego, in San Diego, you see it like they use the app to like the Uber app. The I think Bird. That's the one. There's a blue one and a green one. The blue one's I think it's called Bird, B Y R D or something like that, and it's. Uh, uh, owned by Uber and so like you have to use the Uber app and scan in and you can drive it but they're just always just thrown everywhere yes they're all over the curb no one ever like stands them up nicely or parks them like they're just like thrown in ditches and the side of the road so i just imagine it's like a pile of scooters and then like my trike parked in the middle it's like oh don't mind lime. Me. <laughs> they're called lime out here lime okay yeah we have those there too there's a bunch of them there's like a bunch of companies that do it now but yeah i've seen the green ones the lime ones and the bird ones um yeah you know people they're... were throwing them people were throwing them in the uh over the embarcadero <laughs> into the water because they can't stand them being it's like in the San boston Francisco. tea party with yes, scooters <laughs> people just find them and they throw them in because the, what are you going to do that's just you have to either make another one or or it's oh, off the market oh man that's wild <laughs> that's horrible people hate uh, those things dude they're no they're they're horrible i i i they're i i've never ridden one i'm sure they're fun but the problem is people you can't trust people to actually like use them correctly or take of care of them not. or park that and so like, yeah they're just like everywhere it's just always a mess it's always a disaster they're always beat up they're just thrown places not getting charged like no nah, forget it you can't people are horrible <laughs> human beings suck so we can't yeah, have, we sometimes. can't we can't have nice things <laughs> nope um all right this next question <laughs> Oh no, comes to us from Sweats. I have no idea how you're about to do this one. This next question is from Sweats. Longtime listener. Thanks, Sweats, for writing in. We appreciate you. Uh, Sweats doesn't write in often, but when they do, it's always a banger. I always love it. Uh, he writes in and says, if you, <laughs> if, if, you woke, if you woke up and you were Kirby, would you suck someone up? And then he goes on to say, and I had to kind As of tra- in your ability, <laughs> get your mind out the gutter. <laughs> and I had to translate this a little bit because the discord, there was some typos and I didn't quite understand what he's saying. And I think this is what he's trying to get across. If no other video game characters existed. So just you were Kirby and that was it. Like there's not like there's other video game characters in the world. Just you. Uh, only video game characters existed. Only humans. <laughs> like who, who would you suck up and for what ability? Uh, what a wild premise! What a uh, and, you, and you and you know what this means too is that person you suck up is dead. They're gone. Like that's how it happens in Kirby. You suck someone up 
And then like, usually like when you absorb them, like a little star pops up, right? Like they're gone. Like you've absorbed them and like, yeah, I mean, only, only their soul is left. Like their soul leaves in the, in the form of a star. Plop, plop, plop. I mean, plop. in actual Kirby games, yeah, that's usually what happens, right? So. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, you're I right. Guess, in Smash Brothers, I guess they get kind of pooped out or whatever. They come right. back, like he spits them out, but he has their powers. So, I mean, are we going Smash Brothers Kirby? Are we going like true if to they, lore if Kirby? If they live, if they live. <laughs> <laughs> mm, to keep it video game centric, I'm gonna say. I think I'd say Jim Ryan. So I can take his power <laughs> over PlayStation and mold it into what it should be. Now, my worry though is like you usually take on the traits of that person. Are you just gonna become like you take on one aspect of you don't you not you don't become that person. Okay. And that's uh, his power. His power is leading PlayStation. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Maybe. I, I mean, that's, I would... that's a gamble. It's a gamble. You might also get the trait where he just hates PlayStation and everything oh, to make it no. better, too. Like, what you, if you, what if you get job. that? <laughs> what if you actually become him? Like, yeah, take on the trait where you just, like, are sabotaging PlayStation from the inside out. That's, Jim that's Ryan the risk. Is a, he's a Microsoft double agent. Yes, exactly. <laughs> You didn't know it. He's been working for the opposite team, the team green the whole time. He gets home at night. He goes into the basement. There's like a, a little laptop somewhere like on a shelf and he opens it up and it's a direct line to Phil Spencer. So what did you do today? I told them our future is live service games. And they're just both laughing and laughing and laughing. I just imagine he goes home and he has like a D brand skin on all of his Xbox consoles to make them look like PlayStation consoles, <laughs> <laughs> like his controllers and everything. Like it looks like PlayStation, but like he peels it off and it's Xbox underneath. <laughs> <laughs> Those fools. Those fools. Oh, man. Um, I mean, I... I think it's fairly obvious who I would suck up. Of course, we all. <laughs> I knew you were gonna do it from the jump. <laughs> I. What's I his ability just, that you get though? I would love creativity. Yeah, I would love to just have his mind, even if it was like, because that's the other thing with Kirby is like you get hurt and then you lose the ability. You know, you go back to normal Kirby, even just for if I had it for a day, just like his his mind, his mindset for like a day. Like I think that would be wild. I would. I would if I could suck up his powers. And use the creativity and just like I think I feel like I just sit down and start writing like all day, just like all right, like see all this all this cool content and crazy stuff we're gonna make for Super Gamer Boys, like other projects I want to do, and then you know, in in I would just do that until I lost the ability. Like someone came in and hit me in the head with a hammer, and then I lose his ability to be Hideo Kojima, and then the boom, like I would just I could be the next the next video game tour and have a documentary made of me by myself. <laughs> the, the, the issue, only issue I have with that is I feel like Kojima's mind is organized chaos. And I feel like he knows how to organize his thoughts. But I feel like if you get his power, you just get what's in his brain and you don't get the filing system he uses <laughs> to make would, sense of it. I would just, so you're saying I would just be have crippling anxiety and just like stress. Or you would just be I'd walking just be down like, the street and you were like, what if koalas had fingers that caused earthquakes? And you have no idea what to do with that information. You just thought it. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, that's true. 
That's true. And also, it all be in Japanese. So I need to work on learning my Japanese. As I feel well. like that. I feel like it translates. I feel that like translate. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Because it's just the skill that you're getting, not the. So, you, so not, you're not this, you're not making a one to one copy of his mind. That's true. That's true. So so getting real philosophical here. Then, uh, do you think <laughs> what language are our thoughts in? Do you think like do you, like realistically like if I could read his thoughts, are they in Japanese, Japanese or are they? Yeah, of course, he speaks it. <laughs> Okay. All right. All right. Well, what were you gonna What were you gonna propose they, that they are? I don't know. I'm just thinking. Like, maybe, like, do we actually like? Is that how our minds like all all oh, all, all all our thoughts are is just like electrical impulses. So, what if I have that same electrical impulse in my like? I mean, he's able to share that with me. Like, would my brain be able to interpret it and be like, "Oh, this is koalas with fingers that cause earthquakes," or would I just <laughs> hear? Would I all, all of a sudden think Japanese and not know what it meant? But I, uh, I guess. But I mean, <laughs> if you're speaking Japanese and you only speak Japanese, yeah, I, I mean, that's that's a philosophical question. I think more than <laughs> I know. Else. Yeah, that that, that that's what I was saying. It was like totally off topic. And just because if you don't speak English, <laughs> it can't be English. You know what I mean? Right. But that's what I'm saying. Like, is there almost like a quote unquote brain language where like a, it, okay, like a universal language? Yeah, where it mean. is just like, hey, like, yeah, because it is just, you know, <laughs> sparks and shocks in our brain that, yeah, <laughs> you know, are, maybe are I guess those could sound the same. Yeah. But at the same time, like I said, you have no way to organize those sparks. It's so it's just, it's just looks a like a fireworks storm going on yeah. in your head, right? <laughs> <Freaking> <laughs> fireworks show going right. on. And I was like, <laughs> smoke, like, uh, literally fry my brain from just the chaos uh oh sweats is here what's up sweats says don't get sweats, too he says don't get too deep don't get too deep all right all right well we'll back out getting too deep into the inception here we gotta back, <laughs> back it out up, before we get stuck into a dream state somewhere um all right well yeah that's it i i hope you enjoyed that sweats and if you didn't hear it then you'll have to wait until wednesday to hear it um <laughs> if you but, think you could do uh better than sweats our Discord is always open for more questions. Yes, yes, please write in supergamerboys.com slash Discord to join that. And then you too can leave some wild and bonkers questions. And honestly, we're going to start, we're going to need questions for uh, the new show up that's coming up, the new Patreon show, Super Later Boys. So start just filling fill in the Discord with questions. Um, and uh, that's something else we we're actually going to, we we're going to start introducing here on the show is, or to kind of not introducing, but letting you guys know Questions might start getting filtered more and more on the show side, on this side, because this is technically a video game show. So as we get more questions that are more like crazy off the wall, they might start showing up over on that other show. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. send in awesome questions and think about supporting us at a dollar if you want to start hearing the wild things we talk about over there on on the show. Is there <laughs> is there a way we can have people tag their questions? Like I want this question to be on the main show, or I want oh, yeah. this question I mean, just, to be on later, boys. Just say that if you write in on any of our social media or over on our Discord, if you send any question, just say so. If you're like, "Hey, I want you to talk about this on Super Later Boys," because here we have time restraints. Like we're like, "Hey, we got a whole show to do." But right. if you have something that you want us to really deliberate on and like flesh out, be like, "Hey, this is a Super Later Boys question." Write it in over there. We'll save it, stockpile it for uh, for those shows for sure. So yeah, do a hashtag super later boys or something i don't know i don't care i don't know how discord works to hashtags work over there i don't know nobody knows but uh <laughs> oh sweat says better than me the disrespect oh shoot no not like that like a competition thing not like yours was bad you know that <laughs> i mean well 
No. <laughs> All right. It's now time for the nerdy nudes. Oh, did you do it already? Did you just do it subconsciously? I kind of like did half my thing and half JJ sing in one. <laughs> I didn't quite do it. I didn't like do the long out. Ooh, you know, like that. I but. mean, you, I, I think you did it. Uh, did you, was that the, the impulses, the sparks in your brain? <laughs> oh, no. I'm did thinking of JJ. JJ's in my head. Oh, I shouldn't. No, I'm not going to say that. <laughs> I almost said something that JJ would have had a heyday with. So I'm not right. going to say well, that. Here we, okay, well, then All if that's right. the case, then uh, it's now time for the nerdy nudes. Perfection. See, much better than when I do it. That's why I'm just going to let you do it. I just love that you did it without even thinking about it. That's the <sighs> best part. Yeah. It's part of me. You know, it's in my <laughs> DNA. We've been doing this too long. All right. This first topic isn't. Or this news story is not a news story. It's a topic of discussion here, kind of giving our thoughts, uh, maybe a grade, an overall grade, uh, just kind of of Summer Game Fest weekend from Thursday to, uh, well, for us, Monday. Apparently, so I didn't realize there was more stuff afterwards. It, see, that's, okay, I'll yeah, start. it was a I'll start with PC my, show, and then I can't remember what else it was. No, there was some other stuff that looked really cool. So here's the thing. I'll, I'll go first. Here's my th overall thoughts, my, sh my short thoughts on Summer Game Fest. Uh, overall, a lot of cool stuff, it, especially on the first half. The second half was kind of whatever. Uh, but what I wish they would fix is let's have the schedule all done and ready at least a week before the show, if not two. Because right. here's what happened. Sun, uh, Sunday night, we reacted to the Xbox Game Showcase, and I brought up Summer Game Fest and saw, oh, shoot, they're doing Ubisoft tomorrow. Let's react to that instead of doing an episode, right? And at that time, the only thing on the schedule was you, the PC game, Ubisoft, and Capcom. That's all I knew about it. When I logged in today, I went to the Summer Game Fest website. Mm -hmm. Apparently, there was more showcases, but they didn't get announced until must have well, been monday so they well they had one called dames for games which was interviews with women who work in the industry and uh i don't know if that was necessarily a game show would love to see that okay. but that sounded awesome i was on the 13th so i was on monday they must have announced it like the day it happened um because sunday night it wasn't on there uh june 13th at 3 p.m was black voices in gaming also would have loved to see that. also would have been sick to, to watch through watch and react to or at least just enjoy even if we didn't react to it just like to check out um i mean obviously they're still up in youtube so i could still go watch them but it's just like why uh on the 13th also on monday they had an extended xbox game showcase where they showed more gameplay from some of the now games that i did hear about they did but, mention that they mentioned that in the um in the original one at the end did they? Okay, I missed yeah. that. Somehow I missed that. Um, but it's like, yeah, there's like, okay, there's Dames for Games, Black Voices in Gaming, the Xbox Extended Showcase. It's like, why wasn't that on the schedule like Sunday night? <laughs> like, what's the deal? Like, this well, I the think schedule just, should the schedule should be complete like at least a week or two before the show. So that way, things are always like in motion, right? When you think about live events, uh, and and something of this magnitude. Granted, I guess you could do it because E three did it, right? They had a schedule of all this stuff, so. Yeah, and you also, always knew. Always knew the was other coming. the other big thing that I think they need to do is they need to clearly indicate whether they're a part of Summer Game Fest or if they are their own thing. I mm. feel like a lot of companies wanted it wanted to make it feel like, oh, this is like uh, this is a Capcom thing, and we're doing our own thing. But you're doing it the same week as Summer Game Fest. You're clearly taking advantage of the time frame, 
because you know every, all the eyes are on it because of Summer Game Fest. Just be part of Summer Game Fest. Yeah. You can still be your own thing and just be under the collective banner of video games. I don't understand that. And Xbox, same thing. They were like, they they made it a point to not like have any Summer Game Fest branding anywhere on their stuff. Which is weird because like ob- they were very obviously partnered with Summer Game Fest because the Summer Game Fest official channel co-streamed like, stream, it. Streamed it. And I mean, they're on the schedule. So it's like they were. But yeah, it's like I, it's weird that. Yeah, you're right. Co- companies were cagey about just coming out and saying it like, oh, yeah, right. we're, like it, like we're back in the day. It was very obvious like, oh, this is our E3 showcase. They were very right. quick to hitch their wagon onto E3. But now it's like Summer Game has been going on for what, three years now? And people it's are like still, they're telling they're Jeff still one like, thing. I don't know. Yeah, they're telling Jeff one thing behind closed doors. Like, oh yeah, we're with you all the way, buddy. But then when they face public, it's like, no, this is our thing. This is our own thing. We just happen to yeah. be during the same time as Summer Game Fest. It's like, if right. I'm Jeff, I'm like, what are we doing? Like you said, you were all in. Are you all in or not? Yeah. I mean, either way, people keep coming back. And I mean, at this point, I think, yeah, again, we're three years in or so. And like people know, like, okay, yeah, no, this is a summer game fest event. But yeah, it's just it, there's just some, some mixed messaging still. And I mean, as as summer game fest gets bigger and older and wiser, you know, <laughs> I'm sure they'll get a lot of those things ironed yeah, out. And it improves it w- every year. And hopefully one day it'll be like the E3 thing where, yeah, like two weeks before, all right, we have the schedule, we know what's happening, we can prepare. But yeah, it is this bizarre where it's like yeah, there's this weird like caginess where like not everyone's forthcoming with like, okay, is this Summer Game Fest? Is it not? And then, yeah, the last minute like additions to the schedule, like things shouldn't be, up- the schedule shouldn't be updated as the event's happening. It should very much be, well, you know what? By, Here, by Thursday, you know what? we know what's happening. <laughs> we'll just have to tell Jeff that when we go next year. There we go. Or hear me out, Super Gamer Voice. Fest. <laughs> if we just start, <laughs> if we just start super our, gamer fest, super gamer, super gamer. It's the same in SGF. <laughs> super gamer fest. And get a, you, you get a text from Jeff or call from Jeff so fast. Hey, it's uh, uh, Jeff Keeley. Something I want to talk to you about. <laughs> yes, about. Um, yeah, I think that'd be great. I mean, that's. That's the best way to get his attention, right? We want to talk to Jeff Keeley. Let's just copy what <laughs> he does and start our own thing. You know what? We'll Let's just hear, play with his money. We'll either we'll either hear from him or his attorneys. <laughs> either way, it'll be a pretty cool story we can tell. I almost got sued by Jeff Keeley. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Okay, but real really now. Um uh, overall thoughts. What's kind of like how's your feeling with the the announcements that were made, the showcases that we saw? Um yeah, overall kind of thoughts. And and then I was going to say, like, maybe let's just share like one or two, like the big games that we saw that you're just really looking forward to. What's, what's what are you kind of excited about from some of the now? Overall, I say it was overall, I'd say yeah. it was a very good showing. Uh, mm-hmm. This is one of the stronger uh, summer game fest. I think we gave it what a high B. Uh, something Summer like that. Summer Game Fest specifically, yes, but yeah, I, but as far as far as like everything encompassed, like Xbox and Ubisoft and stuff like that, like even, uh, yeah, I mean, like oh, like the weekend, uh, the weekend itself overall, even though Ubisoft was so bad, was it was still fun. <laughs> I think was. Ubisoft honestly dragged the entire thing down. Unfortunately, like mm-hmm. if Ubisoft had a good conference, this weekend probably would have been an A, yeah. but because of it, it's honestly in the B's. And that's like, that's just how bad the Ubisoft conference was. Um, I mean, B is still a very good weekend. Like the Xbox show was for sure an A. 
the main prime uh, summer game fest was definitely uh, a B, a B to yeah. high B. Yeah. So those Day two of the were really was good. fantastic. Day of the, the digitals was great. Yep. Uh, the wholesome direct. Wholesome direct. Yep. So <laughs> I have no complaints on any other showcase front, really. Capcom was kind of re retreading old territory. Yeah, it was um, all stuff that but, was announced in other showcases. Right. Other than like, there's like what two things that they announced that were different, but yeah, I was gonna say, but the Ace Attorney one just that shot it up. It's pretty great, pretty great. Um, <laughs> but overall, yeah, it was a really good, it was a really good weekend. Uh, I am stoked to see that Fable is is looking as good, Oof. and I say looking because it's clearly still heavily in development. But what they showed is looking very promising. Um, and I, uh, I am a man of my word. Uh, I said when we when we did the the when we covered the Xbox uh, showcase, I said, "Show me some things. I need you to show me some things that would make me start to look up uh, what a Series S would be." Mm-hmm. And after that showcase, when they announced that there was going to be that black Series S, oh, the your terabyte. boy put in a ticket for one. Heck yeah. That's what I wanted. That's what I was waiting for. Show yep. me some things. Don't yep. just keep telling me, oh, it's coming next year. Oh, it's coming next year. Oh, we got stuff coming. Show me the stuff. And they showed the stuff. Yeah. Star Starfield looks great. Uh, Fable looks great. Forza looks great. Uh, Avowed, it looks like Ocidian Skyrim. Totally down. Uh, the um the Bayou game. Oh uh, my God! Oh yeah, uh, South uh, of Midnight. What is it? South of Midnight. South of Midnight looks, looks fantastic. So <clears throat> yeah. So now you're finally showing me the things. Now I'm in. Now yeah. I get it. You know what I mean? I that's what I that's what I needed. So they showed me what I wanted. Now I'm here. I'm here. Let's do it. You know, let's let's hope that they hit, though, because just because they show things doesn't mean they end up good. Like, remember, Redfall looked incredible. So that's like that's that's my uh, hang up. That's I mean, my Redfall that's looked, my I don't know if Redfall looked incredible. It looked good. You were stoked uh, for for Redfall. Yeah. Yeah, I was. <laughs> I was definitely stoked. Um, I like vampires. But these like look legitimately good. Like yeah. they really have some heft behind them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'd say it was very good. Um, Fable, I'm definitely looking forward to. Um, I'm trying to think. what. Oh, Star Wars, of course. Yes. That definitely. looked great. And, dude, we got that game and we still have the Amy Henny game coming. Right? Uh, I know. Oh, this, Outlaws. Good. Outlaws honestly feels like what I would have expected the Amy Henny game to be. So, like, the fact that it's you know ubisoft and i was like oh man is, is it gonna be similar or like See, we get something totally different like well i mean amy hennig is more of a she usually adventure. does more s- adventurous single like uh, not single player but like story driven where like mm-hmm. outlaws is open world so it it is different outlaws but. outlaws feels like the rebirth of 1313 mm-hmm. after it got canceled because that's the same thing was 1313 was supposed to be the the underbelly and the criminal underworld of star wars oh, so right that's yeah. what we're getting here yeah, just you know, reborn. Uh, so sick. I'm so stoked for it, dude. And uh, my other highlight of of you know the showstoppers was Prince of Persia. I think that's gonna be oh, yeah. an awesome game. I wish, I wish, if only there was any way to see some gameplay of the game. That would have been fantastic. 
<laughs> no, didn't you want to look at the presenter the whole time? And for them to cut back away from the gameplay uh, okay. multiple times, for especially those you, during the cool combo parts. For those of you that didn't watch the, the Ubisoft showcase, please go watch our reaction over it uh, on YouTube because... Yeah, not only is it just cringeworthy all the way through, but during the Prince of Persia part, they're showing, they're like, hey, let's, we want to show you some gameplay. Here's some gameplay. And in your head, you're like, oh, okay, this is going to be like any other showcase. Like what, two days, two or three days prior when they did, uh, when they shut off Mortal Kombat at Summer Game Fest, they did it perfectly. Because even though Ed oh, Boon yeah, was on, Mortal Kombat. Ed Boon was on stage talking, but on the live stream, all we saw was gameplay. We never saw Ed Boon. We just saw gameplay as he talked over it. Right. <laughs> At Ubisoft, they kept cutting to this B camera that was zoomed in on the presenter's face. B and C cameras. B, yeah, B. They had two different cameras on them, B and C camera. And they kept cutting away from the gameplay just as he was describing. And then you could do this and this. And it's just like showing his face. And you can see there's a giant like TV, like an LED screen behind him showing it. But you can't see it. It's all blurry and like zoomed in. It's like, why? Why Ubisoft? What are you doing? (laughs) Like we want to see gameplay. Oh, man. Absolutely wild. So, So yes, yes. Uh, Yeah, for me, I think overall... I, 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 I'm, I sit in that same ballpark. Um, like a B is where I'd let it sit just because of Ubisoft without Ubisoft. Yeah. I think it'd be closer to an A because honestly, like summer game fest had some banger announcements, um, from final fantasy seven rebirth. Finally, we get the date for that. The official date. I'm sad. It's not this year. Cause originally New the trailer to the estimate, the estimate was winner of 2023. Now it's technically winter of 2024 it's coming january well actually it didn't say january so just early 2024 i hope it's like january february that's ideal um so yeah new trailer which was just incredible has me all psyched for what's going to happen next because i don't know I, I don't know the story at all and just playing through the first one i'm like oh man this uh, is so good sweet so summer good. child love it uh and uh what, what was something else that they showed off that I was excited about? Um, okay. I am... I, I'm excited about Starfield. I'm still scared and worried and cautiously optimistic, I guess I should say, of it. Like, it's like, okay, I'm, I don't know. I And everything they showed at the Starfield Direct looked great. But... I and I think I talked with this at, at, at after we recapped it on that episode. Which, by the way, go watch our Xbox showcase reaction and recap. Uh, please watch it and then also give it a thumbs up, please. For whatever reason, it's getting a bunch of views and people are disliking the crap out of the video, even though we just like praised Xbox all the time. So maybe it's just a bunch of Xbox, you know, or sorry, Sony ponies in there who Most are just likely. like ticked off for whatever Talking reason. Talking about Xbox, um, but because like we were just hyped the whole time until Starfield, then we got like critical but we're never like against it but anyways um i forgot what i was saying here but oh yeah yeah yeah. with uh with starfield i still feel like the way they keep explain like explaining things and describing it feels like they're very heavily compensating for something like they're not just coming out and saying oh we added this feature and we added this and it's going to be really good like I don't know. They talk about it like it's the next freaking like the the, the next coming of Christ or something like that. Like, which I get right. It's marketing. You need to market your game. I understand. But it's so heavy handed. It's so heavy handed to the point where I'm like, I feel like 
they're like trying to just distract us from something that's going to be very apparent when we play it. We're like, oh no, like they were so focused over here, and like, ah, ha, ha, ha. brain then, like, aneurysms are a thing of the past after Starfield yeah. releases. And 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 again, like I'm your tempering- grandma's coming back from the grave <laughs> thanks to Todd Howard. You're right. Um, and I know people in the comments are going to be like, well, just temper your expectations, like blah blah blah. And I am. Don't get me wrong. I'm not an idiot. I've played video games for long enough. Like I understand how things work and how marketing works, and I'm tempering those expectations being cautiously optimistic in the whole thing i'm not pre-ordering the game like a dummy uh which apparently it was like it was like number two or three on steam for best sale best sellers on the bestseller list people are pre-ordering oh, it i'm like people are still what are you doing like why it's free on game pass and it's digital it's not gonna sell out like you're fine anyways um why why do they do that <laughs> i don't i don't know absolutely crazy um but yeah, I don't know. It just it still has me worried because, again, like I'm going to get to play it. I'm going to I'm just going to pay for a month of Game Pass. It's like 10 bucks. So I'm going to get to I, I even get to play it at a discount. So what do I have to lose? I have 10 bucks to lose. Whatever. Who cares? That's a cup of coffee at Starbucks nowadays. Right. But it still is just like, I don't know. I feel like they're burying the lead a little bit with their excessive flamboyant marketing more so than what I've seen with even other Bethesda games. So that's what has me worried. Like I, I don't remember them doing things like this with fallout uh, or doing things like this with no. the sky with elder scrolls. And so that's granted, this is their first new IP in what, like 20, 30 years. So they're excited about it and that's great. But yeah, there's just a part of me that's worried, but don't get me wrong. This game looks amazing. I, yeah. I love during the showcase. I loved how I was like, I just want to be a pirate and steal like some random thing. Like I'm just going to start robbing, <laughs> robbing spaceships of like random objects and selling them. And, and then like five seconds later, five seconds later, like the the main like the one like one of the directors or something like a writer. She's like, I love playing and I just love breaking into people's ships and stealing all their sandwiches. I'm like, yes, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, that's what I want to do. I want to be a sandwich pirate. Like, that's perfect. Like, I'm in. I'm not going to do anything else. I'm just going to be a sandwich pirate for 150 hours. But yeah, I don't know. It'll be interesting. I'm curious to see what it's even like. But I just wanted to clarify, like, I am excited about it, but I'm just There's still very like curious like all right where where's the shoe drop like what's what's the gonna be the thing I, that once we play it we're gonna be like ah okay this is what they i don't think it's wrong for people to be excited about the game i am excited yeah. about the game but i am also excited about the game at the same level i would be for a skyrim mm -hmm. for a uh fallout for anything that you know of that <laughs> level that they've made before um i think that's that's perfectly valid to be to be that excited for the game i also yeah. don't think I think there's no way that this game is inherently bad. What they've shown, there's no, from what they've shown, unless it's just. Unless it's totally busted, some, like a cyberpunk yeah, situation. Yeah, unless that's the case, which I doubt it will be because they have so many eyes and hands on it. It'll definitely yeah. have that Bethesda, the Bethesda bugs. That's just, I feel like they bake them in just so that people can find them. <laughs> but there is just, there is no way that this game is inherently like terrible. Right. Exactly. Just from the yeah. uh, from the amount that they've shown, from the different situations they've shown, it it will at least be good. I don't yeah. know if it's going to be fantastic. I mean, I don't know. If, no, I shouldn't say fantastic. I don't know if it's going to be game changing like they're saying it is, but it is at least going right. to be a very good game. Yeah. Yeah. I think so as well. I think it'll be a good game and it could be a fun game. Uh, but 
yeah, again, it's just like that thing that's like, what are they hiding? And again, maybe, maybe we all play it and it's like, oh, this is what they were keeping from us. But I'm, I'm just hoping it's something that like, I just don't care about. Like, oh, okay, cool. Like, you know what? Who cares? That doesn't affect me. Cause that's not how I play or something like that. Right. Like that's, that's what I'm, I'm hoping for. Obviously we don't ever want games to fail. So yeah, no, I'm, never. I'm excited for us. I just felt like I need to clarify that. Cause I was like, maybe it's why people have been disliking our Starfield, uh, or the Xbox showcase, because we, we were, we were never negative, but we were harsh. And so like, I wonder I if feel people like we said the same thing there though, too. Yeah. But may not so explicitly. So I just want to say, we are excited about Starfield. It's just there's could very much still be something wrong I, with it. And we'll I have to bought an Xbox. Does yeah. that is that not enough for you? <laughs> is that not enough for you, YouTube? <laughs> oh man! All right. Uh, so yeah, Summer Game Fest was fun, uh, and right away. Uh, like literally after like, uh, what was it? It was like, whatever the last showcase was, it was like Tuesday. All of a sudden, uh, he puts out a tweet, like summer game fest, we'll be back in 2024. So he's ready. All like right. Jeff Keeley literally ended this one and he's like, all right, let's start playing the next one. So yep. I was going to say cool. he went right back to work. Yeah. That sounds, uh, sounds good to me. So, uh, again, if you want to catch up on like our full thoughts, our full reactions for each individual showcase, um, you can pick and choose which ones you watch over, over at, uh, youtube.com slash super boys. If you're just interested in the PlayStation showcase or summer game fest, uh, indie games, if you're looking for something like that, check out day, of the devs or, uh, the wholesome direct. Um, then you can see all of our thoughts over there on that. Um, Tons of bangers in there. God, too many to uh, count hours and hours and hours and hours of footage for you folks so don't say we don't do nothing for you no <laughs> it was fun it was a fun week and i did enjoy myself i didn't didn't feel quite as exhausted i had in the past i feel like previous years it's like i know we're just like what was wow, that, that was so much work 2020 like, e3 oh my wait something it was either 2020 or 2021 whichever one that we yeah that we did all the press con oh my god i was so yeah. tired after that one which is crazy because i think we i mean we just did just as much this time around too but i don't know it was just easy breezy so yeah <laughs> uh, which which goes to show it was a good year it was fun so go we, check we're it conditioning out. maybe we were able to <laughs> to stand it now yeah there we go we're just now that we've been through teflon the teflon right uh all right uh let's move on to this next news story here uh this comes to us from games radar written by hyrun crier ps5 game streaming is in the works exclusively for ps plus subscribers PS5 cloud-based game streaming is undergoing testing at Sony and will eventually be available for PS Plus subscribers. Sony's head of subscriptions, Nick McGuire, was recently interviewed by GamesIndustry.biz, where he revealed the fe uh, the feature is in development. PS5 games are being played over the cloud. Uh, could very soon be a possibility, but don't assume every PS5 game will automatically be available to play on the go. Right now, at least, Sony says both PlayStation Plus game catalog catalog titles and games that have trials on ps plus will be available to play via the cloud additionally some supported quote-unquote supported digital ps5 games will be compatible with a new cloud feature but mcguire didn't specify uh, which games these are i don't have I any more to yeah i don't have any more to share about it today because we're in the testing phase and we'll provide more updates once it's ready mcguire said of the forthcoming feature adding only that sony is very excited about it from the sound of things, it seems as though testing for PS5 cloud streaming is going pretty well internally at Sony. That could be a pretty good indication that the feature might be launching relatively sooner rather than later. But we'll have to stay tuned for further information. 
Um, so yeah, this is something that I, I mean, they've had streaming for a while that PS now was a thing. Um, and once mm-hmm. PS now was dissolved, uh, well, it kind of not really dissolved once PS now was kind of like smushed into the PS plus subscription. Um, like streaming is still a thing. It's been a thing. Cloud streaming has been available, but up till now it's only been available for s- select PS4, PS3 and PS2 titles. Um, you could never stream a PS5 title. So that's kind of, that's the new thing. That is what the boiled down TLDR PS5 streaming is now coming, uh, apparently. Um, and, uh, I, I'm all about it. Uh, a lot of people had issues with PS now for whatever reason. Like I, I don't know. I had a lot of friends who tried it out and you always see stuff online too. People like, ah, it was laggy. It was this and that. The other thing I love PS now. Like I, Back in the day, I paid for both a PlayStation Plus and a PS Now subscription because I thought it was great. Like, it was fantastic, and it it was cheap. It's obviously gone up in price now that they've mixed it with PlayStation Plus, but um, it was like a halfway decent deal. It was like 60 bucks for a year. It's like, okay, that's the price of one game, and I have access to... At that point, they had a larger library than Game Pass. It was like 800-plus games or something, and large that's it was the only way to play ps3 games like i could play metal gear solid 4 on there you know still is. <laughs> uh yeah exactly still is the only way to play most ps3 games so um i i'm excited about this feature uh i'm curious so b- before the show you brought up a point and you said this seems extremely reactionary to which i agreed because xbox has gone hard in the cloud streaming and are even developing it further where they're talking about bringing it to tvs and streaming sticks and all sorts of stuff but Uh what hit me is like well this seems reactionary but what i forgot and i just popped in my head now it was like about two or three years ago it was two years ago it was probably about two years ago where we got that news um about playstation joining up with microsoft with the 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 azure servers remember so they're using their servers so this has been in the process for a while um which so not to say it isn't reactionary because Game Pass was also a thing then. And at that point, cloud streaming was still in beta for Xbox. Right. Where now, where now it's out officially, like 100%. So it, it, not to say it's not reactionary, but it, it did hit me. I'm like, oh, you know what, though? Like they technically are, I don't know if they are currently, but they are at least at one point moving forward with use it, basically using the same servers that Xbox cloud stream cloud gaming is using, which is wild to me. They're like, Hey, we know like teaming up with the enemy to use their technology, try to use their technology against them. It's kind of, as long as they but... keep cutting them checks, go ahead. <laughs> yeah. Pay mean, us like... to, yeah, you can, you're paying us for people to play your games, dummy. Okay. Yeah, give yeah. it. <laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah, I have you, um, do you have a, a current PlayStation Plus subscription? And if you do, what uh, level do you have? I do. I have the premium. I got it because it was 25% off um, oh, during Christmas yeah. time. Is that the top one? I always forget. If that's, yeah. Or is that the middle one? There's, okay, there's that's the top one. regular PlayStation Plus, and then there's... Um, there's uh, like, what's the, what's uh, the regu- one in the middle? So the regular Premier, one... I think. Yeah, so the, bo- the bottom level is Essentials, and then the middle one is called... What's the middle Premier, one called? I yeah, Premier, something like that. And then and I think premium. Platinum is the premium. Yeah. Yeah, I, I forget. I don't. Yeah, it has a funny name. They have a weird naming scale. Instead of just but, calling it like. Yeah, yeah, that's the one that the that uh, people would need to have to take advantage of this. To, to use streaming, correct. Right. And I don't know a whole lot of people who are going to do that. Um, 
and I guess that's why they they felt like they can launch this with people only using uh, the premium PlayStation Plus because it's it's such a small install base. It wouldn't be that much traffic on the server. Yeah, that's true. As far It'd as be a good good test bed, and then right. once it's running smoothly, then they can be like, "Hey, we're going to start offering it's for it, a, a limited library, maybe to the the next tier down or something like that." Right. I would hate for them to limit it like that, but that's what they're doing at this point. Like if, at this point, if you want to play PlayStation One, Two, and Three games, you have to have the premium tier. If you have anything below that, you can't. So they already are kind of heavily paywalling things over there. So it's not yep. wouldn't be I wouldn't be surprised by it. But yeah, uh, I was saying I just think it's weird that. A, it took this long. And I mean, I know why they're pushing it now, right? Because that stupid thing is getting ready to come out. Uh, yeah, the Project uh, Q. Yeah. The stupid little handheld thing. And they want to make sure that it's not a complete, even though it's going to be, they want to make sure it's not a complete bust, that people That's, can that people buy this thing and realize that they can't play PS5 games with it. It's going to be a complete bust. That's so ridiculous. It's so stupid. Like, why? What's the point? Like, it's literally... It's a phone that only plays PlayStation, only streams PlayStation Five or play, streams games from your PlayStation Five. It's so stupid. It's do a phone. It's, it's a phone. It's a phone that doesn't actually do phone things. Right. And can only it only has one purpose. Like it's so dumb. Like why? Why would anyone you know what buy somebody that? said? Uh, which is very interesting and it's probably true. Uh, you remember that Logitech thing? Their their gaming handheld. Um. It's like the Logitech no. Cloud or something like that. Oh, yeah. It's it's like a Steam Deck thing, but it just does streaming. Yeah. So there's no like you can't actually play a game on it. It's just streaming. You right. know, that thing is three hundred dollars. So guess how much this this wild. this PlayStation thing is going to be because it's essentially the same thing. <sighs> yeah. It's most likely going to be in that market. Why would I tell anybody to buy that when a backbone is one hundred dollars? right holy smokes that's crazy 300 bucks for a freaking for a streaming only handheld three hundred dollars which means that the place when you can you can already do it from your phone like that's what's wild it's gonna be at least 200 bucks (laughs) it's a free app it's a free app you download you just download it and you can stream from your ps5 or ps4 i used to use it for my ps4 all the time yeah like you don't even need a ps5 you just i mean if you want to play ps5 games you need ps5 but you can stream and you can stream from anywhere in the world as long as your PlayStation is connected to the Internet. And as an auto on feature, I can log into the Internet over in freaking Frankfurt, Germany, if I wanted to and play my PS5 over the interwebs. Right. Crazy. So I would say as long as your phone is like not complete garbage, like if you have a phone that came out within the last three years, get even, a backbone. I mean, even even further, because because it's not actually it doesn't need any computing power. It's just a screen. So like, you need a good antenna, though. You need a good Wi-Fi antenna for your phone. I feel yeah, like. I guess. But I mean, why? They've had pretty much had the same Wi-Fi band. Like it's been wireless. Uh, what is it? I, I don't even remember the the AC. I think it is AC. Now. Like they've had those antennas for like the last like ten years now. So I mean, anything within the last like seven or eight years, easily right. like you could you could just download this free app onto your iPhone or Android and stream games, buy a backbone, or again, iPhones. I. I'm sure Androids have. I don't know because I don't have experience with them, but iPhones have the update where you can use a PlayStation 5 controller through Bluetooth just on your controller or on your yeah, phone. PS5 so, controller, Xbox controller, either one. It's like, I think you what? can use a Switch Pro controller too if I'm not yeah, mistaken. Yeah, you can. You can. Yeah, because I've used that on the go. So 
Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't... yeah. Yeah. Get a backbone or just pair your controller, dude. Dude, they, they're going to try to charge an arm and a leg for this thing because they know they're not going to sell a whole lot. So they want to get as close to like breaking even as they can. Who, on this. who was it? Someone was compared it to the uh, a Wii U gamepad. Was it Eddie? So, I, I or think someone. so. Somebody was like, why? Oh, yeah. Yes. It's Sony, basically a, it's basically a, a great Wii U idea copying pad. the Wii U. <laughs> it's 100 percent what it is, though. It's literally a Wii U gamepad for your PS5. Like, oh my you, God. it's so stupid. This is why I need to be Kirby and, and take over Jim Ryan for OK and stupid stuff like this. <laughs> so you can shut it down. No, yes. stop. No, never. Vita 2. <laughs> take all these components. Take these DualShock halves put them back together and put them in boxes what are you yeah. doing <laughs> oh man absolutely wild all right uh let's move on here to our last news story uh it's been too long since i've talked about it i'm you know getting getting the itch so here we go <laughs> it's been too long since i've talked about activision and blizzard and xbox together so ftc to seek injunction halting microsoft activision deal and the xbox company is happy about it it's by eddie mccooch over at GameSpot. the latest chapter in the saga of microsoft's attempt to buy activision blizzard has unfolded cnbc is reporting that the federal trade commission will file an injunction today june 12th to try to stop the deal from finalizing before its july 18th deadline this would be the ftc's latest action against the deal following the government group's lawsuit against the microsoft at the end of 2022 a spokesperson for microsoft told cnbc that an injunction would be good because it would help move the process along faster that's because the FTC, as part of its original lawsuit that predates a potential injunction, is trying to have its own administrative law judge make a decision on the case. That process isn't scheduled to be until August. Microsoft believes in its case, of course, so the company wanting the legal process to uh, so the company is wanting the legal process to get going faster makes sense. We welcome the opportunity to present our case in federal court. We believe accelerating the legal process in the U.S. will ultimately bring more choice and competition to the market, Microsoft President Brad Smith said in a statement. In the U.K., the CMA blocked the merger, and both Microsoft and Activision Blizzard are now appealing. The EU, meanwhile, has said the deal can move forward. Uh, the FTC, okay, that's it. So we before the show, we were talking about this. We had this the other way around. The EU okayed it. So Europe can have games, but it's the it'd be UK, which is like Britain, like right. England, and like whatever that entails, which um, is still a massive market, still a pretty good market. But anyways, uh, yeah. So the FTC in its December 2020 compl- 2022 complaint said Activision Blizzard normally releases its games on a variety of devices, but warned that could change if the deal is allowed to process. Um, blah blah blah. This goes on and on more about this the whole ordeal that we already know too much about. But I I just wanted to bring this up because I just can't believe the cockiness of Microsoft is just like, go ahead, file your injunction. Then, you know what? Instead of wait till August, you can get this show on the road sooner than later and just wipe our hands of this, acquire Activision Blizzard and just go on our merry way. Like, this is the, the balls on them that they're just like, yeah, we got this. Go ahead, do it. We dare you. Uh, like, it's like they're like goading them into doing it. It's so right. wild. <laughs> well, the craziest thing, right, is is they're not stupid either, right? Like, they know Microsoft wants them to do this. So, yeah. realistically, it's almost like a battle to see whose hands are more tied. 
Yeah. Is it this? I mean, this is totally tinfoil hat conspiracy theory stuff, but could the FTC be filing an injunction because they're like, oh, like they just want to get this done? No, like they, they as well are just like, let's just let it like, let it move through. It's, 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 it's probably, it's cheaper to file an injunction than to settle the case or whatever. Like, let's just get this done and like give them the deal or whatever. Kind of like grease palms by Microsoft. I was going to say, I'm pretty sure like, that I know this sure. is, this is very like wild conspiracy theory stuff, but like, who it's knows? Not. Maybe, maybe they've made a door, a deal behind closed doors. And so the FTC is like, let's just go ahead and like file this injunction. So we just get this done and over with. Like we're, we're happy now. Like they've made us happy behind closed doors. Let's just move on. Like <laughs> I guarantee you a lot of people from the FTC, FTC um, suddenly all decided, you know what? I think I'm going to go out to a business <laughs> lunch or a business dinner. <laughs> and uh, uh, next thing you know, hey, uh, Phil, how come you're hanging out? You're hanging out and having dinner with the uh, with the FTC chairman. What's going on with that? <laughs> yeah. And oh, there's man. he's sliding like a little envelope across the table with a newspaper over it. Free Game Pass for life. No. <laughs> <laughs> Free Game Pass. <laughs> The FTC is like, oh, free game. Oh, okay, I'm in. Yeah. Right. <laughs> no, people definitely got paid off. It it happens all the time. Corporations run America. Everybody knows that. Yeah. If you have yeah. enough money, you can get whatever you want. <laughs> so I'm sure that's what we'll never hear about it, of course. But yeah. I'm I'm 100% certain that's what happened. Yeah. I mean, it's all. Yeah, they just not, didn't pay the all, CMA enough. They didn't pay what they wanted. Right. <laughs> it's, all, it's all speculation, but it seems very much like. Wait, why would they? Why would they do it then? If they're just if if they're playing into Xbox's hands, unless there's some other like, oh, obviously things have been in the works that we don't know right. about or something. Conversations have been had. Yeah. Accounts have been boosted. Steaks yeah. have been eaten. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Steaks have been eaten. Oh man! But uh, I I don't know. At this point, and I know we've talked about it anytime this comes up, but at this point, like. I don't care one way or another. I feel like when it was first announced, we were all stoked about it, like, oh, cool, awesome, yeah. But it's gotten to the point now where I, I just feel so indifferent now. Like, I would be, like, if it doesn't go through, I'd be like, okay, yeah, fine, that's great. Like, whatever, like, I don't care. Like, I'm not as excited I think- as I used to be. And I don't know if it's because I'm, I've am i lost faith in Xbox or if I'm just sick and tired of hearing about it. Like, I just want it to, like, be done one way, one way or another. Like, that's just, like, cut it down or let it through like let's just be done with this like i remember know. that everybody was stoked when it first happened and then i honestly think partial a part of the blame goes to sony too because they turned this into a whole other thing dragged yeah. it out and we had to hear about it all the time because they suddenly kept complaining mudslinging back and forth right now had this been able to go through at a normal clip normal timeline i think we would have had a much different situation where we would still be uh stoked about that deal but um, yeah like remember how fast the bethesda deal went through yeah like that was within like a year right like they announced it and like by the end of the year it's like all right we're done we're in like this well, has been because, going on for a couple years and it's like, right well that's oof. because sony they knew they had call of duty so they could let anything else yeah. go but as soon as call of duty was threatened you know their 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 cash cow yeah that's when they had to step in got scared yeah no matter what they say, that's the only reason that they care about this was because they potentially could have Call of Duty taken away. Yeah. I mean, which historically has been like PlayStation always gets the the, the special deals with them, like DLC first and bonus XP and all this crazy stuff. So yeah, they, all I, that's it, over with. So it makes all sense. That is, <laughs> it makes all that sense, is over so, yeah. and done with if this deal goes through. I tell you that right now. Yeah. My only hope you, is if the deal goes through, 
as we talked about in the last episode, throw Bobby Kotick out the door right in a big old mud puddle. I hope it's the a nice first rainy thing you better do. <laughs> I hope it's a nice rainy day. I hope there's just a big, nice, like muddy patch outside. And they just throw him out there and be like, stay out, you filthy animal. <laughs> my my ultimate wish would be uh, to get that entire executive leadership team out of there because yeah. they were complacent under him. That's true. But you could also just cut off the head and kill the body. So, yeah, pretty quick. Anyway, we can get start, it done. Start fading away. Right. Uh, so, again, stay tuned. Next episode, I'm sure it'll be another freaking update. So, yep. Uh, should we just make a rule for the rest of 2023? We're not allowed to talk about it unless it's unless it's a decision, a, a final ma- decision. Yeah, either a decision or a major <laughs> development like that could All be right. the life or death of the deal. Sounds good. Sounds good. You heard it here first. This is uh, a new, uh, uh, a new uh, rule on Super Gamer Boys. You won't hear anything else about this unless it's a final decision or something wild out of out of left field, like uh, Phil Spencer, like when joins in and Activision, join that yeah, leaves Xbox as for joint CEO <laughs> of both Xbox and Activision. Uh, craziness. All right. Well, that is it. For the nerdy nudes. Now, it is time for our Patreon ad. This is a part of the show where I tell you to go over to patreon.com slash supergamerboys and support us over there starting at just $1 a month. That's right, $1 and you get episodes early and ad-free, such as this show um, and... Super Gamer Book Club, at least for a couple more months. Uh, and in the future, Super Later Boys. You'll, it'll be the only place for that. Our plan right now is that is a Patreon-exclusive show. So if you want to get Super Later Boys at all, check it out. Just a dollar. It's just one dollar to give it a shot. Episode one of Super Later Boys is up right now over at Patreon. So make sure to go check that out. Um, and, uh, yeah, see if you... If you if you like like what you hear, um, and even if you don't, you know what? Give it a few months, check back in, and then check it out again. Uh, obviously, it's a new show, a new concept for us, so it's going to take a while to kind of slide into those shoes. But I was pretty happy with the product, and I hope you guys are too uh, that are already supporting us on Patreon uh, and, and enjoying that content, ad free, early, exclusive, all the good stuff. Um, you can also support us at the $5 tier and you get the show notes of our main podcast here early. So that way, you know what we're going to talk about. You can see the news stories. You can see the questions. Leave your own questions, comments, and concerns right on the show doc. So as I am doing the show, I can look over here on the screen and see, oh, you know what? So-and-so commented on this on the PS5 game streaming and they had this thought. Or uh, is so-and-so wrote in and said, this is who they would suck up if they were Kirby. So if you want to be a part of the show, if you want to answer the questions, if you want to share your thoughts on the new stories support us at the five dollar a month level and you get the show notes to look at up on google docs and uh then you can leave your own comments on there and we'll read them out here on the show 10 bucks a month uh you get the super you can be a, a, a super um gamer sponsor where we get shout outs at the beginning of our each and every episode here 
and then the top dog tier $15 a month you can be a Patreon producer where you get to pitch us uh, some fun segments to do on the show back in the day Adrian would do Super Indie Boys uh, we had Tall Tales with JJ we had Losing Reviews we've had a lot of fun segments through the years or even complete shows spinoffs Super Dungeon Boys was kind of uh, based off of um, a couple of our friends uh, you know who are super uh, gamer producers over there uh, Patreon producers where they suggested us doing a DD show so if you want if you have an idea for us and you want to make it help make it reality a both financially or b even be a part of it support us over at the 15 dollars month tier and uh, we'd love to have you help us out and uh, uh, make cool stuff together that's what it's all about uh that's it for the patreon ad but oh it's been a few weeks it's been a few weeks bear with me it's not it Subscribe on Twitch. If you're watching here live, twitch.tv slash the super, the super gamer boys, that's correct. Uh, then you can uh, subscribe either with your cold hard cash that uh, you earned yourself or with Jeff Bezos's money if you use your Prime Gaming sub. That's right, if you have Amazon Prime, you can link it with your Twitch account, use your Prime Gaming sub that you get for free each and every month. Cost you nothing, we get five bucks. So think about some supporting us over there. Again, you can use either your $5, your own $5 or Jeff Bezos. That's up to me. I'm using Jeff Bezos. So uh, go ahead and make sure you use that. You have to re-up it each and every month as it doesn't automatically renew. So if you've done it in the past and you're like, oh, I thought it was still going on, it it doesn't so click over there real quick links are in the description on youtube and podcast to easily get to our titch channel drop that prime sub and then uh, get some cool emotes for uh, use across the rest of twitter twitter twitch same thing i'm losing my man my mind dude i'm losing you're losing your man all right i'm losing my man (laughs) i'm losing it all that's it almost there let's uh move on with the show here (laughs) All right, we're back from that Patreon ad. Barely. Barely. <laughs> you stumbled out of that one, but you made it. Uh, but Adrian, it is now time for me to ask you what you're playing. Uh, I actually played a little game uh, called Elec Head. Uh, it was shown off during one of the Indie World Directs uh, for, um, for Switch. And mm. it is a fantastic little game. It is a... Okay puzzle platformer uh where you play an electric uh what's the word i guess being uh and you are solving puzzles through um through conducting so it for example um you need to make a switch flip right so if you touch the wall that the switch is connected to uh, the switch will flip because you sent current through it. So anything oh, right. the character touches sends a current through it. So the big uh, mechanic that the character uses to solve puzzles is he can throw his head. Okay. So you can throw your head on another uh, platform to get it moving and then jump across with your body. But you only have a few seconds before your body explodes because it doesn't have anything but the reserve power. So you have to figure out all the puzzles within that time frame, and they are really brilliant puzzles. Honestly, like a, a lot of them, I I 
well, I had to stop and be like, man, that was really creative and clever. And apparently it was made by just two people. Wow. That's awesome. Um, yeah. And uh, the other one, uh, one of them did the game and then the other one did the soundtrack and the soundtrack is very good. Okay. I think you can normally find it between eight and 10 bucks. It's definitely worth your time. It's only about maybe four, four and a half hours. That's not bad. And yeah. is it just on Switch or is it on other things? It's on Steam too, but that's where okay. I felt, uh, that's where I heard about it was was on the Nintendo Direct. On Switch, so, yeah. Or the Indie Direct, yeah, so I bought it on there. It seemed like a perfect fit for Switch too. Um, yeah. And then, so yeah, so yeah, definitely go check out a Leckhead. Uh, the other game that I, I have been playing or that I have tried <laughs> to play uh, is I restarted Cyberpunk 2077. Uh, I originally got it when it was originally released back in 2020. I think it was November or December 2020. Uh, it was god awful. Um, so I refunded it and I said, I'll wait until they update it. Uh, here we are uh, two and a half years later uh, at the end of that, uh, the other end of that update roadmap that they were so gung ho about. And I got a game crash today. Um, oh my gosh. So I am curious now, did we really do much? I'm sure I'm, I'm being, you know, hyperbolic, of course. I'm sure that they fixed a ton of things. But for me to go through two and a half years of not playing the game, a platform upgrade, I got I went to the next gen, which they recommended. Right. And then all the updates on the roadmap for there still to be crashes like this. It's honestly like very off putting. I mean, I powered through it. I started back up. Thankfully, it seems to. It seems to quick save every five seconds because they know it's a threat of something's right. gonna crash. Right. <laughs> but that's not that's not a, a good recovery mechanism. You should figure out what the source of the crash is and fix that. Um so crazy. It 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 does, however, what I have been playing does play a lot better, especially the driving. The driving is worlds better now. Okay. It was so floaty and, and drifty uh when I didn't want it to be in the original release, and now it feels like a totally different game. Uh, so that's one of the huge upgrades. Uh, seems to run at a consistent frame rate. I haven't gotten in, into any uh, really big drops or anything like that. So that's really awesome. And the cutscenes play how they're supposed to. So no floating parts or missed cues or or audio off or models t posing or hair right. missing or anything like that. So it's a good sign. Yeah, as a whole, it's it's been a pretty good experience. I'm just I was just really taken aback that they were after all this talk of updates and after all these updates themselves that we were still getting crashes. I, I know games crash, but like this was supposed to be the one that they were advertising to everybody. Hey guys, yeah, we it's fixed better. It. It's fixed. We and did it. Guess what? New DLC is coming out. It's gonna right. be so good. <laughs> so oh man. That's wild. Yeah. So I'm going to keep pushing through. I, I am overall having a good time with it. I was having a good time with it initially, but it was just, it was too broken to play. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, we'll see how this goes. I'll keep you updated. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. But I know. I, have a, when hmm? I, when I saw you were playing it and you mentioned you were playing it, I was like, oh man, like I, especially with the new DLC coming out, which looks incredible. Still. Uh, I was like, man, do I jump back in? I have it on PC. Um, it's a supposedly Steam Deck verified. So I was like, do I try it on my Steam Deck or do I just like 
grunt and bear it and just play it on my pc um it's gonna I would be curious to see what you think of it on yeah Steam that's Day. true and, and the other thing i was curious is is it worth me just restarting my save or not because it's been so long like i barely even remember like the character i've set up the story that's happening it's like do i just start it over like i'm i think i put like six hours into it or something like that. i guess i can look at my steam right now and see but yeah it's one of those things where um oh i put 22 hours into it apparently Ooh. jeez i don't, don't remember that uh apparently i put 22 hours into cyberpunk 2077 um but like i could probably barely tell you like two things from the story to be completely honest so it's like do i just <laughs> do i just restart at this point especially with all the fixes like oh man i wonder if it'd be worth trying that i don't know and, and yeah and also trying on steam deck i'd be interested to see how how bad it runs and the only reason i say i don't you're definitely well, getting 30 so like don't yeah. don't even and, and that's and it, that, that's a kind of this kind of perfect segue into what i've been playing uh because i've been playing control Ooh. on my steam deck okay uh control is a very it's a beefy game uh graphically it's very impressive uh, lots of reflections, <laughs> lots of atmosphere. Uh, I think on some consoles it does have ray tracing. Obviously, it's not accessible on the Steam Deck. It's totally grayed out. You can't turn it on even if you wanted to. Um, but uh, I feel like you and I are about to have differing views on this because I have control on my Steam Deck too. Okay, I but I'll let you go. I initially did not like the experience and I tried to play Control in the past on my PlayStation. I think I own it on my PlayStation and I was just kind of like. For me, it was just kind of like a gameplay thing at that time. I was just kind of like, eh, like, I don't know. It wasn't for me. And I, or no, I think I played through Game Pass because it's on Game Pass. I was just kind of like, eh, it's fine. Whatever. I don't, I'm not interested. Well, I fired up on Steam Deck and the story very quickly became interesting to me for whatever reason. Kind of like what happened with the first God of War back in the day. At first, I was like, eh. And then it came to be one of my, my probably top five, you know, top 10 favorite games of all time kind of thing. Um, so, uh, I am very much enjoying the story and the gameplay of Control right now. And, but boy, it was a rough playing on Steam Deck initially, like for the first hour or so. Um, I managed to squeak out. Uh, I was getting 60 FPS for a bit. But let me tell you, the fan on my Steam Deck. <laughs> oh, baby. Talk about talk about the PS4 jet engine, you know, meme back in the day. That was my I know Steam Deck. Exactly what you're talking about. It was about. so <laughs> loud. I was playing. I, so <laughs> I was playing in bed. So my wife is sleeping next to me. I'm sitting up in bed playing. <laughs> and I yeah, I, I I had headphones on for a little bit, and then at one point I took them out. But and I turned it up and I was like, this is it's just the fans too loud. I can't hear the game anymore. And I was like, how is Trudy sleeping right now with the she sound? Was, she this? wasn't. She was turned <gasps> over. She was probably grinding her teeth. Yeah. Like, will he turn it off and go to bed? Oh, no, it's probably like it's like a white noise sound machine. Like, like shh, you know, just lulled her to sleep. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I didn't think it was capable of those. You speeds. didn't feel the heat? No, I felt it. it was getting hot, but it was just like, yeah, I, I guess I just didn't. I didn't I figured it would have some sort of limiter either on the the temperature or on the on the fan. Like I was surprised the fan the fan can like spin that no, fast. Sir, this is a this is a valve product. Didn't you it see was, they have all the the settings and options for you to pick? 
all the I, wattage and all that stuff that you can. Oh you yeah, can set I, it I to. saw that, and that's and that's so that's like for the first hour or so it was rough, and then I started looking some stuff up online, and I've actually managed to get it to run at a much lower temp. Like the fan barely runs, like you can't even hear it. Like so, it's a super low speed fan, um, and I'm getting about 45 to 50 FPS now, which honestly, I mean, there's a difference, but. It's minimal difference. It was, seems weird. The difference between 45 and 60 feel, at least on the Steam Deck, feels a lot less than the difference between 45 and 30. Like when it drops to mm-hmm. 30, you're like, oof, wow, this is, this is, this feels weird. Like this is not good. But like when I went from the 60 down to 45, I'm like, oh, this feels like almost the same. I mean, I know it's not. I know all you people out there are gonna be like, it's not the same. We know. It's not, but on a Steam it's Deck. It's a Steam Deck. On the Steam Deck, like I was like, oh, this feels like minimally different um, for what it is, which is weird because 45 is, I was going to say it's closer to 30. It's actually the same distance, so they're not. But yeah, it's weird. Like it's the same distance, like FPS-wise, 15 FPS difference, but it's like, uh, I don't know, 45 actually feels really good. And if I can get to 50, it's like, wow, okay, this is great. And the fact that like the temps are low, like it's it's not like the fan's not going crazy. I can actually hear the game if I play with no headphones, you know, that kind of thing. <laughs> um, I've been really enjoying my time. I like it. I've been having a good experience. I'm happy with it. And uh, uh, there's definitely moments where I'm like, oh, this would obviously look much better on my PC or on my PS5. And maybe I'm missing out on some of the, the wow factor. But it still You're looks, getting the experience, though. Yeah, but it still looks pretty dang good. And let me tell you, like the story has been really interesting so far. And uh, like the the enemies are like creepy as heck. Like they're it's getting the game's getting more and more the wild, hiss. which I which I love. Yeah, I just love how like more unhinged the game gets as it goes on. Like it already starts off kind of like it just kind of throws you in a, this weird situation that you don't know what's happening, and you're like, what the heck? Like what is happening? And then it just keeps getting more and like. And only explaining very little to you. Like you're just kind of getting it. And it's mostly context clues from the environment. So it's like, yeah, I like, like documents and stuff you pick up and read. So it's fun. I'm enjoying it. I'm glad I am because it's a game I, I always wanted to enjoy, but like initially I was just so off put. I'm like, eh, I'm, I'm done with it. But I'm like, I had bought it. Um, oh, and that's what I wanted to say. The reason I'm able to play it is because I got it for free on Epic because they gave they give everything for free. That's the only reason I have the Epic Games launcher. I rarely play games on there because it sucks on like the. I hate the launcher. It sucks. Um, but they give away like freaking like Death Stranding one week, Control another week, uh, Grand they Theft Auto to. another week. They give away they give away like big titles for free. Like not they're no slouches. Like games that are like oh that's still like a sixty dollar game. You're just giving away for free. Um, I figured out how to play. Epic games and GOG games on my Steam Deck. And it was so easy to set up. I thought it was going to be way more difficult than it was. Do um, they feel good though? Yeah. Like, yeah. They- so 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 here's here's how it works. Basically, um, so when you uh when you play a Steam game on your Steam Deck, all it's doing is installing with most of them, most in most cases, it's uh, installing Proton. the Windows version, and then it just downloads the. Uh, Proton. Why can't the Proton exactly it downloads Proton? All this is doing is the same exact thing. You set up Epic and GOG in desktop mode, and then uh, it uses it's like the heroic game launcher. I think it's called the heroic game launcher is the middleman, just like Steam is, and mm-hmm. just downloads the Windows version, and then 
does the work for you to download the proton pack that's compatible and then boom you're in business like it's and, and what's awesome is you can set it up so whenever you download a game through the heroic game launcher in desktop mode it automatically shows up in your steam library on the game mode it just like when you go to your library tab on Steam Deck, you go over to the not the non-Steam section, and it shows mm -hmm. up there. But it shows the album, it shows the Steam album art of that game. You click on it, and it just like fires up, just like any other Steam game. No difference, no difference in quality, no difference in anything. It's perfection. Like it just it uses it even uses Steam's Proton packs, and it's all it's doing. So. It's great. I love that that Valve knew that people were gonna do this, and they just included a non-Steam game section. Yeah, I, that's what's even funnier is like, yeah, there's actually a non-Steam game section that shows up in their in their <laughs> UI in the user interface there. It's just like, oh, yeah, these are non-Steam games. It's the same place I have uh, uh, the other uh, emulation software I use, too, for other stuff, you know, for the like the retro games. Right. Um, it's funny. It's just like, oh, like, you know, they knew what they were doing. But it, it more so more and more just makes me realize, like, why? Why don't they just add the ability to just log into your things natively? Like, if, like, it, uh, I mean. I don't know because it's not like it was that much work either like it's they didn't make it harder they just made it i was i was <laughs> really hoping that xbox was going to say that it was native to steam deck at that showcase or oh, the, game, the game pass app yeah. yeah why that's, not that's the only yeah that's the biggest thing is in order to the only way you can play game pass on steam deck is through cloud gaming which isn't that's not the full game pass library so that's that that is still a bummer that you can't really do um game pass on there but yeah that would have been such a beaut like a huge hit like home run there for xbox but but yeah so that's what i've been playing i've been playing my epic game and gog library i have the witcher 3 uh complete edition on gog because i think they gave it away free one time mm -hmm. um and so like a, i'm like great awesome now i can play the freaking witcher 3 maybe sometime on my steam deck like i'm so stoked <laughs> so yeah well, I mean, it, it turned you, you, uh, it was a bit, little bit of a walk, but I think you and I ended up at the same place on control. control. Yeah. I think it is very impressive, um, when you tweak it mm -hmm. to, to get, like you were saying, between the 40, cause I did the same thing. Um, so when it's running smooth like that, I think mine was like around 48, somewhere in there. Okay. Um, just, the fact that Steam Deck was able to run it at all and make right. it like at least look competent for a Steam Deck uh, display for, for that size screen, yeah, right. it looks freaking amazing. For that, well, for that size <laughs> screen and machine, I know you can yes. say, "Well, the raw guy, I can." Yeah, it can, but who? I don't know. Have you seen the reviews for the ROG Ally? Like they, they've been coming out, and apparently, like yeah, it's more powerful, but I guess everything else is a mess the oh. the operating system the user user like uh user well, experience then that would just mean windows is a mess right the, it just uses windows yeah basically whatever version of windows that windows you know bastardized to fit on the, the ally basically yeah <laughs> um but well also yeah. i heard that uh it's only really like crazy good if you crank it up to the max wattage and that means that you only get like literally a, maybe an hour and change of, of battery life. Yeah, like barely. Any and at battery. the and if you put it down to the same wattage that the Steam Deck performs at normally, it runs terribly. That's what I heard. Yeah. No. Yeah. Same. So it's only it's ever like, optimized to like run on turbo the entire time. Exactly. Which at that point you just put it in docked mode and it just becomes another console. Right. So what was the <laughs> that point? you can that you can sometimes take on the go and take a hit on your graphics? It's like all right. right. Well, 
it's not that but different so, than the steam deck but um but yeah uh control on steam deck is is awesome Very i good. think it's a really good um showpiece like if you were to show somebody what the steam deck is or what it can do i think that's a really good showcase game for it yeah absolutely yeah again it's not like not the most gorgeous thing but on the steam deck it's definitely the best thing i've seen on the steam deck so far that's for sure and it's yeah for what it is it's impressive because like i like it is a very good too it's a visually stunning game like you will look at uh um control on pc or on like the ps5 and stuff like that and it's like oh man like the ray tracing like it's just gorgeous but yeah it's amazing that how much of that translates over to that small form factor fairly well so right give it a, i give also it a really shot. like i also really like aiming with that with the trackpad too that feels way better than the oh, stick oh i haven't done that i've just try been it. using the stick i'll have to try that yeah yeah huh. I, I feel like i'm way more precise with the with the trackpad than the control stick that's pretty genius so i'll have to mm-hmm. give that a shot then yeah for sure <laughs> uh all right well that is it for our show thank you all so much for listening we appreciate each and every one of you who stopped by over here at twitch.tv slash the super gamer boys who watch later at youtube.com slash super gamer boys or who listen on podcast apps around the globe we appreciate you all um remember if you're watching on youtube to like this video leave a comment subscribe to the channel so you can get future updates you know when new videos episodes content whatever it may be comes out Three, yes, three we are. We are three subs away from three hundred. So if you could please, for the love of God, just get us t- from two ninety seven to three hundred. And I know that's funny. Like to a lot of people, like, what kind of milestone is that? Three hundred. Like you know what? We've been sitting at it's like more to zero. I think we started the year at like two hundred. So the fact that six months in, we're almost at three. I'm happy. I'm happy with it. Yeah, better than zero. So. If you're not subscribed, please go to youtube.com slash and throw a subscription. It's cost you zero dollars. It's literally like the lowest amount of like. Grab your friend's phone. I'm yeah. sure they have YouTube. Yeah. Just go on their phone and subscribe through their phone. It's the least amount of commitment. So it doesn't cost you anything. And you can always unsubscribe in 10 years when you're like, well, who are these people? I don't remember who right. they are. <laughs> um, Why is this in my feed? Yeah. Who are, who is this strange man? Uh, it keeps popping up in these goofy thumbnails. Um, uh, so yeah, support us by checking out the YouTube, checking out the podcast, uh, checking out the Patreon, patreon.com slash super gamer boys. If you want to support us with some monies, you can, uh, throw a dollar our way and get episodes early and ad free, such as this show and super gamer book club and coming soon, super later boys. So check that out. SGBstore.com is another way you can support us financially by buying some sweet merch. We got t-shirts, we got stickers, we got coffee mugs. Uh, we got some fun stuff. So go check that out for sure. Um, and maybe one day, one day we'll finally get our designs dialed in so that we can actually <laughs> update our merch lineup. We had a good thing going for a bit there, but I think we did the samples and the samples were kind of janky. Um, I kind of took the wind out of the sails. Yeah. And then we were looking at going with another company and then they were kind of hard to, I was kind of messing with stuff and it's hard to deal with. So who knows? Maybe there'll be an update soon. I, I I would like to, I'd like to have a refresh soon. I liked Adrian's designs. We just need to find someplace that can actually make it look do like, well. yeah, do it justice because it's good designs and just poor execution on their end. So, um, 
Sir Prince of Law got with, real quiet. He got real quiet yeah. when we when we called him up to the chair. <laughs> right, right. Uh, and I always want to be a killer. Poor execution on those new designs. The old designs are great. That's why like we've stuck with them because like you can't go wrong with this a big logo on your chest. Like right. I I wear my uh, my my pullover sweatshirt. Uh, my crew. Uh, what do they call it? Uh, not crew neck. Crew neck. Uh, Super Gamer Boys sweater. Like all the time. That's my favorite. Like I just. That's my. My old, my, it's like my dad's sweater. You know, I walk out in my my sweats, my 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 moccasin slippers, and my my dad, you know, crew neck with the logo on it. It's, that's that's <laughs> my look on a Saturday morning, sipping my matcha. Um, rate and review us where you can. Uh, shout out again to Jack Sarachanyate for allowing us to use their music on our show. Remember to go show them some love over on Spotify and Apple Music. Links are in the show description. You can find us during the week at supergamerboys.com, Twitter and Instagram at supergamerboys. I am on Twitter and Instagram at Gmorlang. Adrian, where can they find you at? You can find me any and everywhere at Homeboy. Yes, sir. And that's it. That's all we got. So, Adrian, would you mind taking us out here? Not a problem. Folks, thanks you for hanging out with us for another episode of the Super Gamer Boys podcast. Uh, we would really appreciate it if you would go back and check out our Summer Game Fest coverage from this past week. We did a lot of yes, uh, a lot of reacting and reviewing. Uh, it took a lot of time and it took a lot of energy. So uh, we would love it if you uh, went back and kind of retroactively hung out with us to to check out that footage and see what we thought. Um, yeah, and without that, I, I mean, you know, besides that, thanks for hanging out with us for this episode here. Uh, we hope to see you back again next week. Uh, hopefully you have some good questions for us. Don't forget to ever or don't ever forget to put those in the discord or just tweet them at us or however you can get to us. We're always taking questions for our show. And now we're going to get some uh, for Super Later Boys Super when it starts up. Boys. So keep an eye out on that. Um, and other than that. From me, Adrian Homeboy Holmes. And for Mr. Garrett, Colonel Morlang, we are the Super Gamer Boys. And we'll catch you on the flippity flop. That Kirby question was that threw me for a loop, dude. I I, I was not expecting that. Who would you suck? Yeah.